Welcome to the North Carolina Fusion Podcast, brought to you by Atrium Health, Wake Forest Baptist. Today I'll be interviewing Matt Spear from Love United FC. Matt is a former Division I soccer coach at Davidson, a former president and general manager of the Richmond Kickers USL Pro Team, and now does a number of things in the space of mental fitness. Matt will share some of the challenges that he sees amongst professionals in sports, specifically in their mental and emotional well-being, along with how he's been working with NC Fusion and helping improve the well-being of our staff. So here's our interview with Matt Spear. Matt, welcome to the Fusion Podcast. Um, Really want to get started with learning a little bit more about you. So um, why don't you tell our families a little bit more about your background and, um, and what you're doing now? Thank you, Scott. I'm grateful to be here having a coffee with you. Um, Yeah, grew up in Winston-Salem, a few blocks from Wake Forest. And in fact, I'll be driving from this pod over to pick up my parents and take them to lunch. Love being back in the triad. Um, Played lots of sports growing up. Played soccer for Twin City. Uh, Went to Summit School with Infraside Country Day. And um, at that, by that point, I'd really narrowed my passion sports-wise into soccer and then played at Davidson College. Fortunate enough to be on our Final Four team mm-hmm. with some really good folks from the Triad area, yeah. Phelps Sprinkle, Craig Omley, mm-hmm. Preston Yarborough, mm-hmm. and many others. Yeah, and people that are now involved in our club or have been involved, so it's pretty cool to make that connection. Yeah, as they should be. It's so nice to give back and turn some of that passion back into some areas that you grew up in that gave you so much as a kid. Yeah. Tell us about that. Um, tell us about that Final Four run because I've heard epic tales of, of that, um, but maybe I don't think everybody on our podcast would know about it. Yeah, so tiny little Davidson, um, much more celebrated now that Steph Curry mm-hmm. um, is such a big name in sports and in American culture. But uh, back then, you know, college soccer wasn't where it is now, mm-hmm. and Davidson wasn't non-scholarship program Mm -hmm. so um, lots of guys that had big dreams that maybe didn't get looks at the division ones like Wake Forest Um, but we love to slay dragons Mm -hmm. and to try to um, go against the ACC's etc and Charlie Slagle um, then coach and and longtime mentor of mine uh, future president of United Soccer Coaches etc um, he brought in people like myself that wanted to prove people wrong mm-hmm. um, and also get a great education doing mm-hmm. it. So, yeah, my senior year, we made a great run. Um, I remember opening the season at Wake Forest Tournament, losing to Wake Forest on a Friday and then beating North Carolina on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. That game included Greg Burhalter, mm-hmm. our U.S. national team coach for the Tar Heels. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were fortunate to win in overtime. The game ended 9v9. Um, two red cards on each team, <laughs> so uh, that's just you got to just keep going, yeah. And, yeah, and fight and show resilience. But we did. We we went out to UCLA and beat UCLA in the regular season, and then ultimately um, hosted the Final Four and made it all the way there. That's amazing. So cool. That's uh, do you reminisce with the guys a lot on that? We are very very close, yeah. and that's one of the beautiful things about sports. Whether you succeed or not, it's really about the togetherness yeah. and the bonds that you create as much off the field as on the field Mm -hmm. and absolutely i am super blessed that i still live in davidson and it's kind of headquarters and um they've come back through all the time to see campus and see the area but we are remaining very very close some 30 years later that's so cool love that definitely uh it shows that the relationships through sport that can be lifetime right and that's really awesome well tell us um 
a little bit about Love United FC. How did that start? Um, what have you been doing? Um, and why are you doing this? Yeah, thanks for asking. So, um, you know, the name kind of speaks for itself, love being such a an important piece of life. And it was actually my 2021 one word. Those that are familiar with John Gordon, he recommends that you have one word per year. Um, in 2022, I've simplified it to gratitude, mm-hmm. as my shirt says, practice gratitude. Um, and United, obviously, being a great soccer term, mm-hmm. as FC is as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it came from, you know, after a sports marketing career, doing TV and Internet projects, um, and then a longtime college coaching career at Davidson, 18 years, and then Richmond Kickers, mm-hmm. um, president and general manager. On the back end of the 2020 season, I decided I wanted to slow down focus on my well-being, um, transform through the pandemic and everything else around that mm-hmm. internally and externally, and, and really um, look at life and look at career differently. Mm-hmm. And that's where the name came from and the genesis of focusing on self-awareness, focusing on holistic well-being and mental fitness for those in and out of sports. Mm-hmm. And um, what are some of the, you've lived the coaching life um, and, and have been involved in both youth and professional, what are, what's the lifestyle of someone in sport that's working in sport? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, often underpaid, often overworked, Mm -hmm. and that's part and parcel with a lot of jobs. Mm -hmm. You know, you look at teachers, I have the most respect for, my dad was longtime high school teacher and coach at Reynolds High School, Mm -hmm. then Mount Tabor and Mm Winston-Salem. Um, so many positions are undervalued, in my opinion, but coaches are, they're driven, they're ambitious, they put a lot of pressure on themselves, mm-hmm. um, they're very results-oriented, and when you put all that together, there's stress, mm-hmm. there's burnout, mm-hmm. and I think the pandemic has amplified all that because yeah. of the negative surprises, the uncertainty, the isolation, the financial stressors. Um, the worry about jobs, the worry about your life. Mm-hmm. A million people died. Mm-hmm. And um, I think coming through that, it's made mental health and mental well-being um, much more important yeah. because if not, it can be extremely dire. Do you find that the, um, the hours that coaches work, be, being that sometimes too many hours, but also – um, that it's nights and weekends. So it's kind of the opposite of not to say there's a traditional nine to five anymore. It doesn't seem like there really is all the time, but um, it's definitely a non-traditional lifestyle. And how have you found that to be hard on, on coaches? Yeah, it's it's part and parcel, I think, this American sense of the words workaholic, mm. grinding, mm. no pain, no gain. Those are symbols of a culture where you're going to burn out eventually yeah. mm-hmm. and so we re we need to rephrase these let's use words like balance commitment well-being purpose um family love and you can still be great those aren't soft those are core to success but doing it in a sustainable way mm-hmm. and coaches absolutely as i said before they're extremely driven um, most of the stress, I do a lot of one-on-one mentoring and a lot of group talks, and most of the coaches um, that have challenges, they're honestly more self-imploded mm. than externally motivated in that they put so much pressure on themselves that 
um, they're constantly second-guessing themselves mm. and often sabotaging with self-talk. And I'm mm. sure we'll get into sports psychology essentials and why that's happening to everybody. Right. Yeah, that's – I mean, I know that just starting out in coaching you sports 20 years ago, um, I felt the pressure walking away from the field. Like, what did I do wrong? Who did I not put in the game? Who didn't get enough playing time? Am I going to get emails? Um, so – you know, you think about a coach that's coaching three teams and they're doing that over and over. It's a, it's a grind, as you said, <laughs> a word that we don't want to use. But um, certainly it's a, it's a difficult profession to have balance and, and, um, and take care of yourself first, right? And that whole idea of, of putting your um, mask on, right, before helping other people, it seems that coaches um, don't take care of themselves uh, first. They worry about their team they worry about the parents they worry about um, all the other things and they forget like they used to be athletes and now they're not acting like athletes and I think that's a I've seen that a lot um let's talk kind of specifically about uh, your work with NC Fusion so um, you were part of our um, our steering committee to put together a 10-year strategic plan about wow, what was that, 18 months ago almost almost two years wow um, but we had a specific critical success factor that focused on our coaches and staff. And I'm going to read the statement that we came up with. And it said, we foster a high-performing culture that invests in the well-being of staff and coaches to fuel our mission. So um, as you know, a big part of what we've done coming out of the strategic plan was doing that, investing in the well-being of our staff, knowing all these things about how much burnout and um, folks quitting coaching and, um, and and not taking care of themselves and the pandemic and all the different things we um, we've invested in that in that space and one of those areas has been working with you and um, having you work with our staff so can you share with everyone what exactly have you been doing with NC Fusion yeah self-care is not selfish everybody it's actually the most important thing you can do mm. to to fill yourself up um, and so then you can serve your workmates your family um, and, and really be your best version of yourself. Um, with, with Fusion staff, one of the areas that you and I talked about, Scott, from our own lives is needing support, mm. needing somebody to talk to, mm. needing a resource maybe outside of your boss, outside of your colleagues that can be neutral mm. and not judgmental and not try to be always measuring you. And that's something that I can do, even though I live nearby in the Charlotte area, um, I'm not right there, right. not always around the people in person. So um, what it really started was uh, mindfulness sessions with the staff, always optional, mm -hmm. so not required. Um, and I think, you know, any CEO, anybody that leads a team, any an organization, treat your staff as people first mm -hmm. um, and staff second. Make sure they have resources and support around them. And as a result, they're going to perform better. They're going to, you're going to retain your staff. Um, and you're just going to be a better place to work. Mm -hmm. We want a good environment. Yep. So um, it, it does pay off. Mm -hmm. You know, teams that invest in mental fitness, athletes that activate sports psychology essentials, um, and anybody in life that's it's, it's focused on their well-being and their self-awareness, is going to be more successful. Sure. So it does have the end game of a positive result as well. So what started out was every two weeks I would do a mindfulness session 
just on Zoom for the staff to come on. Um, I would usually start with uh, some kind of mindfulness meditation, maybe some visualization, maybe some focus around self-talk. And then we would talk about an article that I had sent them earlier in the week, optional to read, usually having to do with pandemic-related stressors um, and, and just modern life. You know, we're, we're hooked to technology all the time, trying to have some boundaries in your life. Um, good practices, you know, sleep, hydration, nutrition, all these basics that we know that help us succeed as coaches and athletes and parents and people. Um, so leaning into more well-being pillars. And then on top of that, being available for one-on-one -on -one life coaching mentoring sessions. And I still do that for Fusion staff. They know I'm here for them whenever. They can set that up with me. Mm -hmm. And uh, they just book an hour with me and we just talk. Yeah. And um, I'll give them you know, uh, some some triggers, some prompts, some things to think about going into it. But honestly, when I start with someone for the first time in or out of fusion, it's tell me about yourself mm -hmm. and let them just walk through their childhood and good and bad and their career and their family. Always I see some trends mm -hmm. and always I see maybe some cul-de-sacs or how they've conditioned themselves to do certain things when maybe they just pull back out of that and look at a different lane, a different path, a, a different um, input. This is what life is supposed to feel like. When you feel the excitement from the ball hitting the back of the net and hear the roar of the crowd. At Atrium Health Wake Forest Baptist, we don't just treat part of you, we treat all of you so you can enjoy those winning moments that matter. Atrium Health Wake Forest Baptist, the official healthcare and sports medicine partner of NC Fusion. Hmm. I'm in Talk about the uh, the mindful minutes a little bit more. So um, I think for those, myself included, that are um, maybe not used to meditation, um, quite frankly, we're, I think it. a lot of people aren't used to just being still, being quiet, right? <laughs> I mean, we have so much noise in our life, phones, email, kids, wives, husbands, you know, and uh, parents and all kinds of stuff, right? And we normally don't take take that meditating time or the quiet time. How, I guess first, how did you feel it was received by a staff, again, of driven, hungry people that are go, go, go? How have people received it? Did they find it to be, did you feel they found it weird at first? Or, um, and, and just how did that evolve? Yeah, I think everybody's unique where they come from, right? We all have different perspectives and a lens that we see things through. For example, when you said go, 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 I got a little uptight mm. because I know that for some people that are go, 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 they that's stress, mm -hmm. you know, they're mm -hmm. too busy. So, for example, I'll see people in the coffee shop or around town, like, how you doing? And they'll sometimes say, I'm crazy busy, mm. and they'll smirk. And I'll say, is that a good busy mm. or not good? Mm. And it usually stops them in their place because they've never been asked that question sure. because we've glorified being busy. Busy, yeah. And we feel like that is a symbol of success sure. and upward trajectory. Um, and I'm, a, I'm good with ambition. Mm. I'm good with goal setting. I'm great with intentions. I'm great with um, pushing ourselves. But it's got to be sustainable. Mm. Um, and I think the crazy busy, first of all, that's not a great combination of a word, is it? Mm. Crazy and busy. Mm -hmm. um, so I think from a mindfulness perspective, what it's done for me personally is where, like, what I can speak to. It's enabled me to be more present. Mm. It's also been able to counter the human brain um, that we all share the inherent negative bias mm. 
which our brain is number one job is to keep us alive and keep us safe. And that's great mm-hmm. when there is a crouching tiger getting ready to jump out of the jungle yep. um, or a onrushing car. But the problem is our wires get crossed and we get so caught up in being safe that we fear and we ha- carry pain from the past, which plays out in many different ways. Mm-hmm. So we have regret and then on top of that, we're dreading the future because we fear it might happen again. So what I'm talking about is inherent negative bias, clinging to the past, worrying about the future. Mm. Where are we not? We're not where our feet are. Mm. We're not present with our loved ones, and we're also not there when we have to make a special play, a penalty kick, an important team talk to the team, a ability to pause and respond as a parent to a stressful situation. So mindfulness, among other things, emphasizes three areas of mental fitness. Calm, clear, confident. The ap- opposite would be agitated, rush, um, anxious. Mm. Um, those are not where we want to be right. when we want to perform and, and, and really enjoy the moment. So mindfulness practices could include meditation, which is shouldn't be weird anymore. The fact that people like Kobe Bryant professed it and did it every single day mm-hmm. of his life and career and countless others. Um, it could include journaling, getting things out on paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could include um, affirmations um, that you can create for yourself. Um, breath work is a big one mm-hmm. because people should know this, but you know the old expression, take a deep breath, mm-hmm. just slow down. Mm-hmm. And what taking a deep breath does is it allows your nervous system to be stabilized, also reduce some stress and anxiety, get you present, get you calm, clear, and confident, and then do whatever you want to do next really well. And again, there's so many sports components to sure. that. Yeah. Um, so mindfulness is a great opportunity for us to be healthier and be more productive. And the, um, we were talking about it earlier, um, this mindful minutes and, and the sessions that you did led to an opportunity with United Soccer Coaches that you're going to get the chance to work with, with them on the, a project with this? Yeah, one of my new clients I'm super stoked about, United Soccer Coaches, their national office staff of 28 are headquartered in Kansas City. Most people that know anything about soccer recognize one of the big things they're known for is the annual convention. Mm-hmm. This year will be in Philadelphia, and I'll be going up for that. Um, I was a presenter last time in Kansas City in January. It's a, it's a really fun gathering of coaches at all levels. Mm-hmm. Um, youth, high school, college, pro, you name it, with, you know, l- learning opportunities through seminars and award recognitions um, and just a chance to network and, yep. and co-create connect. and learn and connect. Um, but, yeah, just started working with them. That's Had great. my first session with their entire staff last week, and, um, and now I'm also doing one-on-one mentoring for their staff. So um, similar stressors that mm-hmm. NC Fusion staff folks mm-hmm. and doctors and parents and bankers mm-hmm. that they all share. There's, there's a, a lot more in common than we care to admit. Right. And, uh, and addressing my mindfulness, uh, or sorry, my well-being pillars that I focus on. So I'll just list those out for people that, that want to maybe dig into any of these. That, that These are well-being pillars that are not rocket science. They're ones that I have identified for my own well-being and my own success, and I try to help and cultivate in others. Uh, mindfulness, uh, movement, nature, positive inputs, connection, 
um, those are all common things for everybody to think about. Mm. And um, I'll give you nature, obviously, great example. I'm looking out behind you, Scott, at the trees, and they just provide for me some calm. Mm. Um, movement is different. Exercise is, is a stronger term, but I like the word movement. Just walking good for some people, gardening, yoga, just anything to increase the heart rate and stand more. Mm. We sit too much as Americans. Positive inputs for me, an example would be I remove myself from politics based on 2020, took a time out and a break, and I am so much fresher and just cleaner because of all that garbage that happened, right? Um, you know, I, I think there's so many ways to realign ourselves in a more natural state, and these well-being pillars are examples to do th just that. And when you talk about your one-on-one sessions, I think um, earlier you were saying that seems that most people are just seeking someone to talk to mm -hmm. and not even not even so much looking for advice they just need someone to listen mm -hmm. and I've heard um, you know kudos to you because I hear a lot from my staff they say Matt's a great listener and um, I think myself included um, I'm not a great listener I think we, we tend to uh, speak more than listen and so I know that that's a that's a gift that you have and um, and we can all learn from but um, are there any are there any certain um, impactful stories that you could share from those one-on-ones without naming names or anything, but maybe some some stories of success over the past 18 months where you've seen someone grow through these one-on-ones? Yeah, I, I think you're right what you said, Scott, that people need someone to talk to and, and listen. Um, males in particular can. It's a bad gender stereotype, but we can be a bit closed-minded, and we can think we know everything, and we can talk over people. Um, that can have harmful effects on a relationship with a spouse or a partner, um, and even with your kids. Yeah. You know, we need to recognize that um, kids know a lot. They're extremely curious, and we need to empower them and, and not always feel like we're teaching them. Um, you know, with staff, what I try to do is let them just be themselves. Tell me how you're doing. What's going on? How's job? Um, how's your family? Um, how you sleeping? Sleep is one of my well-being pillars. That's a critical symbol of, of well-being. Uh, most people that are not sleeping well, it's usually due to stress mm -hmm. or carrying work um, to home and even into the bedroom. Mm -hmm. You know, pro tip number one, don't bring your phone to bed. Mm -hmm. Okay, leave that thing in another room. Um, and other sleep hygiene, uh, hygiene uh, practices, whatever work for you are really important. Sleep is when your, your mind and body can restore for the next day and you'll be at your best whether you're an athlete or a coach or a parent. But, um, and also, I learn from your staff. I learn from people that I mentor. So I'll, a, a, a really good example is Andrew Fleming. He was telling me that something he learned from his father-in-law that um, this idea of dividing your day into three eight-hour segments, work, personal or life, and sleep. Mm. And I just love that, mm. that, that equation. Yeah. And what it hit me when I say the word eight hours who still works only eight hours, mm. okay? Because we carry work all around us all the time in the weekend and the evenings. Um, and so thinking about evaluating how happy and emotionally um, safe you are and happy you are in those three areas is something that I learned from one of the Fusion staff members, and I utilize that example to help people um, think about how they're doing. Yeah, kind of creates some boundaries in a way, doesn't it? Because those lines of especially the, uh, the eight working eight, personal mm -hmm. just get all 
muddied together. They and do. You're you're making breakfast for your kid while getting text messages about something coming up in a meeting, and um, and then goes right into dinner time afterward. And yeah, I, I'm I'm I think that's awesome. I think it's really simple yeah. and 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 a really great way to think about it. Um, and I think that we because we're driven. Um, we see that as, um, I think, a little bit of weakness. Like we're not working hard enough to achieve and do better for our organization. And um, But you've clearly said um, we can't be our best at work if we're not taking that time to be better for ourselves personally. And even the term work hard, yeah. I'm trying to remove that. Mm. Why should work be hard? Mm. Um, even the term work ethic. You know, when did work and values and principles have to, you know, go together that way? You have a good or bad work ethic. Now, I do emphasize the word purpose, mm. and I feel like people should think about why they work for an organization. Do they connect with the organization's model and mission and values and purpose? And then what do they get value out of it? What do they want to do with it? Right. Um, that is really important for athletes as well. Yeah. So when I do team talks or one-on-ones with athletes, I often ask them, why do you play soccer? Why do you play field hockey? Why do you? Why are you a runner? And they go, first instinct is, my mom and dad signed me up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and that's fair enough. That's yeah. how you maybe you got your start. But now, now that you're doing it a little while, what do you like about it? Mm-hmm. And usually it comes back to things like um, fun and competition mm-hmm. and self-awareness and learning a, a new sport. Um, being outside, perhaps, um, the, the trips, the travel, the food, all that goes into it. Mm-hmm. And you're smiling as I say those things because that's probably some things why you played and why your kids are doing sports. Absolutely. And, and I, didn't, I never said anything about winning or losing. Um, I never said anything about getting a college scholarship or moving up to this next level team mm-hmm. or um, to you know, whatever it is. And I think finding purpose in sports and parenting and career is really important. It helps you align your passion. Then you'll be more focused on the craft and the mastery. You can do it on your own or with yeah. others. Um, and then when you collaborate and accomplish something as a goal, it means a lot more. Sure. Absolutely. It's fantastic. Um, kind of to start to wrap things up a bit, um, who else do you work with? What other – I know you've, you've mentioned that you working with United Soccer Coaches and you've mentioned um, – a number of team talks and things like that. So what other organizations, what, um, is it just in sport? Um, and just tell us a little bit about that. And then if people were interested in, um, more about what you do, how do they connect with you on that? Yeah. Thank you. Um, it's funny. I hadn't coached in three years. You know, I coached at Davidson college, my alma mater for 18 years and I loved it every second of it. Um, but I needed somebody else to take it on. <laughs> um, Charlie Slagle did it 21 years there before me. So 40 years or so total between the two of us. Um, and I was ready to try something different yeah. and move on. But I got an invitation to get back on the field this January of all things to work and train NASCAR race car drivers. Hmm. And, um, it was a great out of the box experiment for the drivers because they most of them didn't know soccer, mm-hmm. had never done soccer, mm-hmm. and what I what I would do is I'd be with them an hour and a half on Thursday, starting in January, kind of some of their off season cross training, if you will. We would do forty five minutes of soccer, mm-hmm. um, and these are big time guys mm-hmm. like Ross Chastain, you know, one of the top drivers this year for mm-hmm. a good example. Those that know NASCAR, my favorite probably. If I have to name one favorite. <laughs> um, and we would do soccer for 45 minutes, 
and then we would do mindfulness for 45 minutes where I put them into a meditation, talk about stress and visualization and mental fitness components. And it worked out because it was, it bled into the start of the season and it would be on Thursdays and it would be the last thing they would do before they start to ramp into to the, the race mm-hmm. last 24 hours, 48 mm-hmm. hours, if you will, before a race on the weekend. Um, and on the heels of that, I was like, you know what? I kind of like being back on the field again. Yeah. But I didn't want to coach college kids anymore. I didn't want to be around pros because I'd done a little bit of that. So I decided to do middle school soccer. Love it. So Davidson Day, Chris Turner, who mm-hmm. was at Forsyth Country Day for a long time, um, who's in the Davidson area with me now, mm-hmm. said, you wouldn't be interested in it. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and so I had the, the girls' middle school team in the spring. I had the boys' middle school team in the fall. And it just started yesterday with the middle school girls basketball team wow and with them straight away i said here are three priorities um fun together compete Mm. and just simplify it to three things a lot of people get such long list and i think three is a magic number that we can handle and we'll evaluate and focus on those three things and we'll get better and we'll have a good time and um but always putting fun as a priority even at davidson as an 18-year college coach and um, and being there as long as I was, the term that I always emphasized was serious fun. Mm. Because if anything, a college athlete can get pretty stressful Very. with being a young adult and being in an academic setting like a Davidson or an Elon where you went. Yep. And, and then be able to come onto the field and just enjoy themselves and get back to their roots of, of why they love sports. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Um, and, and then, you know, another example um, on top of that would, would be, as I said, United Soccer Coaches, just because for me that's such a um, fun group to work with because they're such a leading organization in this sport. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and just one, I do one-on-ones, people outside of sports as well, mm-hmm. um, just someone to talk to, could be an athlete, could be a coach, um, could be a business person, mm-hmm. and again, not a therapist, although I believe in therapy because that's when mental fitness, mental health maybe goes to an extreme mm-hmm. with some anxieties and depression that most people share or have at some point in their life or something that's really brought them down where it's interrupted their day-to-day. Um, they should uh, see a therapist, but I can be kind of a, a halfway point mm-hmm. um, to help them pull out but also elevate themselves through some new rhythms. That's awesome. And so I know you're working a little bit with Charlotte Soccer Academy, is that correct? With Brad Wild and yeah. um, their crew. And then um, I know from just speaking to some other other leaders in, in youth soccer right now in North Carolina, um, you know, I've shared I've shared what you've done with N C Fusion and, and many of those uh, we're all facing the same same problems, the same mm-hmm. issues and they talk about, you know, the their coaches are just burning out they can't attract coaches um you know and i've shared with them what you do for our staff and there's been a ton of interest in reaching out so if if anyone wants to you want to share kind of your um social media and and your how to get in contact with you if anyone's interested in your services yeah and and some of the listeners will be getting newsletters from the club that come you know through nc fusion Mm -hmm. they'll start to see my mental fitness tips that i started last month um, you know, various, you know, activations. Like, how do you really do this? And some of the first ones have been about um, some self-talk components and um, whether that be an athlete, a coach, or a parent becoming present. I'm here right now where my feet are, um, being switched on, or a, a challenging situation. I got this. 
just little words, little tricks, um, and then moving on from the task, whether you do a, a, a make the make the make the shot or not. Next play, those kinds of things, mm-hmm. and then just basics of breath work. You know, inhaling through your nose is so much better for your system. Um, having visualizations when you when you breathe in and when you breathe out. Um, there's so many ways to channel and harvest your breath. So those would be some tips that, that folks will see. But for me, my email is. Um, Matt Spear, S P E A R 10 at gmail.com, Matt Spear 10. And then Love United FC is on Instagram and Facebook. And then my LinkedIn page has more about the various um, groups I work with mm-hmm. and a little bit deeper about um, my principles, my pillars. I have seven well being pillars and I have five well doing pillars and some more insights of what I do and how I do it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, we really, you know, at NC Fusion, uh, appreciate all the work that, that you've done and continue to do. I know I know it, it's making a difference. I know that our staff appreciates it. Um, so thank you for that. I know it's going to um, serve everyone well in the future. And I appreciate your friendship and just the advice you've given me as well and, um, and helping me not be so uh, busy, as you said, <laughs> crazy busy, um, but take some time and, and be with my family. And, and I don't know if balanced is the right word, honestly, but more mindful of and intentional about my time so i appreciate that which how you've helped me as well so thanks for being on the podcast today scott you are welcome (laughs) i I pause there because when someone thanks you we should say you're welcome Mm. and honor that Mm. because sometimes we flip it so fast thank you yeah thank you thank you thank you right before and i think just pausing um one listening tip would be just let someone talk Mm. let them finish and then take a deep breath, make sure they're done, and then honor that by saying you're welcome. So you are very welcome. I've enjoyed it too. Awesome. Well, thank you. Well, thanks everybody for listening to the NC Fusion podcast sponsored by Atrium Health. It would mean a lot to us if you would subscribe to our podcast on your favorite streaming platform and share with others. You can engage with us on the social media platforms of Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. We hope you've enjoyed today's podcast and we hope that it helps to forward our mission to create intentional experiences through sport to positively impact people for life. Go Fusion!